You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Welcome in to the DNVR Fantasy Show. Can we call it a show, Henry? Yeah, I think that's what this is. That's what it is. There you go. Presented <laughs> by DraftKings, DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app. It's the best. Literally free money on this Tuesday football uh, outing. You don't need to bet. You just need to put a max bet $25. You could put in $1 to win a dollar. I would suggest you, since it's free money, put in the full 25. All you need is Lamar Jackson to complete a pass today. It seems like Lamar is playing. So yeah, I think he'll complete a pass. Fair yeah. enough, right? Yeah. Free These free money, money things are how you actually like win if you bet like me and you aren't all that good. Like I just had like a pretty solid day, three and two, and then I... Uh, like I put too much in parlays and wound up just a little bit down, but then that last uh, free money it was I think it was fifty dollars free. I can't remember one one of the free money things last time. There you go. This would be a better story if I knew the details of it. But same thing will probably happen today. I'll make some bad bets. I'll lose some money and uh, make it all back because of Lamar Jackson. That's exactly right. It's a beautiful thing. We don't need to talk about beautiful things for too long. Psych, we do, because it's time to take <laughs> a lap, a victory lap, in mm. fact. Uh, enter the winner's lounge for your good calls this weekend, Hank. Yeah, and as you say that, I realize oh, no. that... Uh, I caught you off guard. You isn't were this like, all isn't in isn't on this the Devontes. This was what the happened? Well, Devonte Adams was really good. Booyah, boom, roasted check the 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 problem for me though is that oh, no i the, i've been thinking too much about marvin jones and we're gonna get there but this was probably the most wrong i've been all season oh like most wrong and i feel like i was so wrong that i don't even deserve like a victory lap wow a winner's lap yeah well that's just where i'm at right now don't beat yourself up anytime i said you need to sit tom brady He's gone off for like I think a combined like ten touchdowns in two games. Wow! So um, that's an exaggeration. Um, boy, that is a gorgeous voice I hear in the <laughs> background there. That's it, Devonte Booker. The other Devonte let you down. Oh uh, yeah. Okay. Yep. He didn't okay. do much for me either. Well, you'll have lots of content for us on the other side of this segment. Oh, I sure we, will. We eat crow. It sounds like Hank's got a full platter for himself <sighs> lined up today. I myself 
had a very nice fantasy week. Really? Corey Davis, my top star. Oh, he was only the second most productive flex in all of fantasy football. Full PPR. Um, yeah. That was outstanding. A.J. Brown a little beat up. Corey Davis kicking ass, taking names. Corey Davis was one in one of the very first drafts I was doing as an analyst. I was very high on him back at Western Michigan. It's taken forever, but I'm very excited to see where he's at. Also, my guy, Jamison Crowder, coming back. Uh, great game against the Raiders. Not going to get into it, but a crazy game. Crowder, though, really showing up with two touchdowns. Did not steer me wrong. I even mentioned Jarvis Landry. He had a nice one. I was high on Devontae Booker. That did not go well. Anyways, that was a good call on the Losers Lounge. Really good call on Tyler Boyd, right? He didn't do anything, and I'm not going to take a massive victory lap. Devontae Parker, unfortunately, gets injured. So He was my other Devontae. But he was a sit for me, so I was right about that. Yeah, that's true. Good job. We had a bet, probably. Probably. We have a lot of bets. Um, Is it time well, to do our E-Crow yeah, now? Yeah, okay. it's time to I'll, E-Crow. I'll take over this I'll section. I'll throw it to you. So I uh, pounded the table saying, you know, don't don't start Marvin Jones. Like oh, Marvin no. Jones, it's it's a sucker's move because, yeah, it, it looks great. There's, there's no Kenny Galladay. There's no DeAndre Swift. It seems like he's going to get all of the opportunities in the world. Um, but the thing is, that had been the case for a couple of weeks. And in one of those weeks, he put up 5.1 week or 5.1 points. The next week, he put up 4.8. And uh, so I thought, yeah, this is this is what's happening. The offense is not functional, and nobody is going to have success when you're missing good players like that. Well, I uh, said that in no uncertain terms last week, and then he caught eight passes for 116 yards and a touchdown, uh, making Oof. himself Oof. wide receiver five this week. Uh, so there's some crow to eat, and uh, I'm pretty sure I. Uh, I have a couple haters now, too. Oh, I think man. I may have put some people in some tough positions wow. to win their week, which uh, is not a great feeling. Uh, yeah, sorry for being stupid. I wish oh, I could wow. I wish I could say it's not going to happen again. Um, An eat crow section <sighs> where you actually now have new haters? Yeah. Uh, that's next level. That's really... That's really going all out for content. I love to hear it, Henry. Uh, I'm on a cold... I'm on a cold streak. Oh, streak. no. Um... Also, uh, Devontae Booker, who I said was going to go off. He was putting up 5.5 yards per carry this season. What no Josh happen? Jacobs. He should be, like, the guy putting up numbers there. Not what happened. He uh, had 16 carries, which is what you hope for, but only put up 50 yards. Um, had a catch, didn't do anything with it. And that was that was good for wide receiver 37. Wow. Yeah. I mean, running back 37. Wow. Behind such standouts as Peyton Barber, Jeff Wilson, Josh Adams, Kalen Balaj, Sony Michelle, Kyle Uzcheck, Kyle CJ Ham, a pair of fullbacks right Holy there. Holy cow! Lynn Bowden, big fans of Lynn yeah. Bowden over here. Ugh. Oh boy. Um. Well, I'll take a swing at this. I had Valdez Scantling as my uh one of my three starts. I said. The Eagles will put Darius Slay on Devontae Adams. I was skeptical about Devontae Adams. Don't I be said skeptical. Valdez Scantling will feast on those other little corners in Philly. What Valdez Scantling do? Well, he went off for minus four yards. 
My man actually had negative fantasy points. So that was very bad. Very, very, very bad. I also thought T.Y. Hilton's big week a week ago was a mirage. It was not. Uh, T.Y. Hilton was just behind Marvin Jones as wide receiver six this week. So yeah. should also say in that Packers game, not only did like Devontae Adams not get beat by uh, Slay, he ripped him apart. 10 catches, 121 yards, two touchdowns. And I stand by my claim that Devontae Adams is the best receiver in the NFL. Hard to argue against. He's certainly number one in fantasy. Just definitely. Do not mess with him. Because he has Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. I mean, that combination sure. fantasy-wise, you can't ask for much more. Sure, no doubt about that. Yeah. Yeah, you are right with that. Man, what a week. What a week. What highs, what lows, Henry. Um, and with that, this is a special episode dedicated to the playoffs so we can dwell on our good and bad calls from last week as much as we want. We need to move on. We need to look forward. We got guys in the playoff stretch needing big-time advice. We've got a Tuesday game tonight. We're all thrown off. Doesn't matter. We've We've... We've pulled forward this far, Henry. We will keep doing so. And we're going to start with some buy ourselves right now. All right. And one guy who's been super hot, but luckily, unlike T.Y. Hilton or Marvin Jones or Devontae Adams or all these other good and bad calls we had in the top five wide receivers, we did not have skin in the, in the Cole Beasley game. I was asked, Brandon Ayuk or Cole Beasley? I said, Cole Beasley, safer pick. Brandon Ayuk, if you need to roll the dice, in the end, they both perform well. But Cole Beasley went off, Hank. He and did. Cole Beasley has been going off. He did. And that Bills offense is looking real nice, real explosive, to the point of definitely an offense that can sustain two stud wide receivers. Shoot, yesterday sustained a stud tight end as well. Dawson Knox kind of going off himself. Are you buying or selling the present state of one Cole Beasley? And I know a lot of it depends on that John Brown injury. I was looking at your face. I was trying to buy time. Do you have info for us on that? Oh, I can tell you all about John Brown. All right. Uh, Drake can just read me like a book at this point. Like a book. I think a lot of people can hear. Yeah, it's true. I'm not... I'm going to learn how to lie soon, call, though, and none of call. you guys are going to see it coming. Um, well, you, I guess you might. But John Brown. So this was his second week missing a game because he was on the IR list. Of course, those IR designations, they last for three weeks minimum. So the soonest he could come back is not this week, but the week after. He oh, has the high yeah. ankle sprain. Don't really know what's going on in terms of, like, medically whether he'll be able to play. Um, but that is something to pay attention to. Hmm. Cole Beasley's been going off, though. And Cole Beasley's been going off for a, a couple of weeks now. Um, obviously, this week, nine catches, 130 yards, a touchdown, yeah, yeah, 19 yeah. points, only seven the week before. But the week before that, he had 11 catches for 17. I, I think Cole Beasley's worthy of a roster spot. You know, it does kind of scare me going up against Pittsburgh this week. Um, you know, the Denver defense has been surprisingly stout. But now, um, no A.J. Bouye. True. Likely no A.J. Boye, and that means that... And in the slot, who do you have? Is Sang Bassey out now? Yeah. Duke Dawson did look not good. Does Bryce Callahan wind up back inside in those situations with oh. Devontae Harris outside or something? One William Parks? 
Yeah, very possible. But, you know, you look at it and say Stephon Diggs is one of the best receivers in the league this year. And the Broncos look like they're only going to have one good cornerback in uh, Bryce Callahan. So who knows whether that will be the matchup that the Broncos choose to go with. Um, But if that is what happens, Cole Beasley should have a great opportunity against Denver. And then the next week against New England. And so it's not a stretch where I'm really excited to play him. Don't love it. Worthy of a roster spot. Because Mm. because I think that uh, there may be a situation where you want him. Lay it okay. on us. Um, Max here is asking if Chris Claypool droppable wide receiver for Steelers. Mm. And then he said, should I be worried about Kyler Murray as my starting QB down the stretch? Ooh, those are some good questions. Those are some good questions. Kyler not looking like himself. Uh, you are really counting on all those rushing yards. I mean, clearly something's off with him. Yeah. Uh, so... Yeah, I think you should be a little worried. I think you should be trying to look, you know, what kind of plays are out there. Is Nick Mullins still available? If Nick Mullins is, I would I would pounce on that. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, Baker still available in some leagues because he, he'd really cooled off for a while. That's some stock I would buy into. Cam yeah. Newton might still be out there. I'd buy into that. Yeah, I'd uh, I'd try to cover all my bases definitely with Kyler at quarterback. The other one about Claypool's a little trickier, um, cause man, there are few guys who at their high end are better mm-hmm. than Chase Claypool. And we're still figuring out what Chase Claypool is. I know. And that's where we are. He's a rookie receiver. Yeah, exactly. Um, and, and at this point, after a couple of down weeks, you wonder if he is more of like. What Will Fuller has been in the past, where he's he's the speedy, deep threat type of guy, and some games he's going to get loose, and some games he's going to get loose a couple of times, but other right. games it's going to feel like he's really not producing Different football players, to be clear, mm-hmm. but that classic feast or famine wide receiver we talk about mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah, and for two straight weeks, it's been famine. But before yeah. that... yeah. I mean, yeah. he'd been up for two weeks, and before that, he was down for three weeks, and before that, he was up for two weeks, and so it has been kind of streaky. Um, with Buffalo, Cincinnati, Indianapolis, yes, yes. you don't love it, don't but, love it, but I do think that there are worse schedules that you're going to see when you look at these receivers, and you think 3.8 points this week, very, very disappointing. At the same time, four days notice to play this game. Yes. And it was a game that the Steelers lost to the Washington football game. And I think that that football game? did I say football <laughs> game? I was trying so hard not to be, the, great. not to say, you know, the R word, but, uh, so, uh, but the the point is, see, and again, I lose my th- train of thought as soon as <laughs> I look at something else. But, um, I do think that that's like a fluky result and a bunch of fluky things need to happen. And Washington deserves all the credit for that win. They went out and did it, but more often than not, things are going to be different. And I think when Pittsburgh wins that game, Claypool puts up more points. And the week before that, yeah, they, they played Baltimore. Looking at this, I wouldn't cut him. No. Uh, in full PPR, seven of his last eight prior to this past week. So I get seven of his past nine double-digit weeks. Um, and look, an almost undefeated, a one loss Steelers team going into the fantasy playoffs usually would scare you because they're a classic candidate to start benching guys like big Ben yeah. and the other starters. True. This year's different one by team mm-hmm. and they just lost this week. 
So now, same record as the Chiefs, they got to win out to keep that and get the bye week. Now it's you need to earn the bye week. You can't just rest your guys because you've already got the bye week locked up. So I'm going to say no on Claypool. Um, yeah, yeah. Thank you for, for those questions. Um, keep them coming. Another buy or sell, Brandon Ayuk, Hank. He's been going off. I'm I'm all in. I'm all in. He's he's made some some very good plays, yep. but he's also made some plays costly drop yesterday. Exactly. Where yeah. he's made some mistakes, but the thing is those don't hurt you in fantasy. Like you would love to have those points, but in terms of like what that does yeah. to a team's winning percentage versus what that does in fantasy, I mean it's not even comparable. And so when you look at these young players, if they are producing enough plus plays, Fantasy-wise, you don't have to worry too much about the negative plays. And there have also been plenty of situations. Like, there was a deep ball kind of down the sideline where he kind of was just, like, putting his arms out. He didn't really go up and get it. Yeah. He didn't moss anybody. But the bad corner just didn't make a play on the ball, and so it fell right into his hands. And he'll get you some of those. And, and yeah. I think that there is, like, a, a fairly safe baseline with IU going forward. It's crazy. Um, and, and the upside has been very obvious. Well, and... We were wondering with Debo on the field, would he still produce? Oh yeah, no problem. Yeah, in fact, um, I mean, you could almost say he's doing more. His production's mesmerizing. His last four starts have come spread out over the last six weeks because then he missed a game against Green Bay. Mm-hmm. He had a bye, missed another game, and yet he's over fifteen points in full PPRs in every single one. Really, really impressive. The kind of production and how featured. He's been in that offense. Um, Touchdowns in all those games, too. Yeah, crazy. Yeah. Another rookie who's impressed very much this season, but certainly did not this past week, and um, has been on a slight, slight, slight downturn, uh, is Justin Herbert. Uh, yeah, I'm excited to get into this at Buffalo. 16.4 points this past week against the Patriots. 4.3, the worst quarterback in all of fantasy football. I mean, that'll that's worse than Jared Stidham, who yeah. came in for spot duty uh, for the Patriots. That's worse than Carson Wentz, who got benched. That's worse than Brandon Allen. That's worse than Jalen Hurts, who came in. For just a few plays, Mike Lennon, Drew Locke, you name them, Mitchell Trubisky, Justin Herbert sucked it up. Um, impromptu victory lap there. I apologize. I will calm myself down. Atlanta, the Las Vegas Raiders, and your Denver Broncos is what Herbert's facing in this playoff stretch. We just talked about how it's time to worry about Kyler. Are you worried about Justin Herbert? Are you buying the current state of Justin Herbert as a bit of a concerning young quarterback on a bit of a downturn, or are you selling and saying, no, Justin Herbert is the guy. He'll be fine. What do you think, Hester? For him, <laughs> in terms of his long-term prospects as an NFL quarterback. Oh, we don't care NFL quarterback. We care I know. these next three weeks. Well, then I'll, don't I'll the leave question. everybody on the edge of your seat. You don't get to hear what I have to think. Or have to say about him going forward. In terms of the next three weeks, I mean, you have to know what you're doing here. Like, what you're doing is playing a rookie quarterback. And that will never not be a risk. And finally, for the first time, that risk really did create just a total bust of a week. 
In other weeks, they weren't good, but you did know that there was this very wide second tier of quarterbacks where it's, well, maybe it's even a third tier. Maybe Mahomes is just by himself up there. But any one of those guys can be at the top of that group of 12 or at the bottom of that group of 12. (laughs) And and he was typically one or the other, the top or the bottom. Uh, This time, the the floor kind of fell out from under him. Um, But that was a weird game. You know, with the with the blocked kicks, the the punt returns, all that kind of stuff. Like, it's bad. I, I, it's bad. It, it was a very weird, fluky game, yeah. and sometimes that happens against well-coached teams like the Patriots. I'm not too worried, but I do think that you'll be able to find better options most weeks as we go down the stretch. Could one such option be Jalen Hurts? Name the starter. <laughs> I'm hyped. I'm 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 really all in. I, I think that this yeah. is. The, we are Jalen. We are Jalen Hurts early <laughs> adopters. Happening. We were all in on Jalen Hurts. You can listen to draft pods from September of last year. Remember that? We were all in. I was pounding the table first round draft pick. Like I was I was all fired up. Yeah, we were what was that stat we loved? He had thrown and rushed for more touchdowns than he'd thrown in completions for a while there. Like yeah. four games into the season. Yeah. Love Jalen Hurts. Oh. Yeah. Turns out it's looking like it might have been a smart oh, move. Oh, okay. Don't oh, okay. take us well, down that road. I mean, yeah. But I do think that this is going to provide a little bit of a boost to this offense. I think that they need a spark, and I think a change is going to do it. Um, I do think New Orleans, Arizona, Dallas, I, I wouldn't mind picking him up and stashing him, putting him at the end of the bench, and seeing like if, if things go well against New Orleans this week, then maybe you consider it against Arizona. And if things go well against Arizona, it's very easy to justify playing a quarterback against Dallas. Um, and he, I mean, I think he could really make Dallas look stupid just with 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 all the tools that he has. Man, I hate it. I hate it. Really? Yeah. Huh. What do you hate about it? I mean, I don't know. It just uh, just scares me, Hank. Just scares me. Yeah. I mean, it's a rookie quarterback. Yeah. Like, it's the same thing we talked about with Justin Herbert. Like, he legitimately could go out there and put up negative points. That is on the table. You need that insurance, and I think it's the best you can get. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, you just you talked so well about the rookie quarterbacks. You've now convinced me. I can't buy another working quarterback. We've got a great question coming in from Tom asking, Hunter Henry has been disappointing lately. Looking at dropping him to pick up Gusecki. If Gusecki's available all day, every day. Yeah. All day, every day. I think we would have liked Gusecki over Henry coming into the season. Um, And Max came back. He'd asked about Kyler. Um, Kiki Kuti. You buying or selling him? He went off. Uh, Brandon Cooks. Concussion uh, concussion protocol. I mean... Uh, concussion protocol, so you never know. But there is no Will Fuller. That offense needs a little more juice. Kuti's one of these, like, mini dudes. And and I was, I was ready to be all the way done with the Texans. And just say, I'm not messing around yes. with it. But now we're to the point oh, where they're, they're doing some things. They, they are doing they, things. They aren't like, maybe they are good. Maybe they are good. Let's look at but the But without schedule, the weapons. Though. Chicago, Indianapolis, Cincinnati. Hate two it. of those. Hate yeah. two of those. Yeah, it's true. 
And, you know, Kiki Kuti mm. has had one fantasy viable week all season. And and I do he, think he that has. you can probably find a, a better option on the waiver wire, somebody who's safer, somebody who you can trust, and somebody who has pretty close to the same upside. But the upside with Kiki Kuti is solid because he is so explosive. But even, like, looking back at last year's numbers, yeah. it does feel like he did more because he did seem like after a couple weeks, people were – there was, like, a little bit of Kiki Kuti buzz, but I, I think – I'm out on him. I think there are enough guys who like, like where I was able to talk myself into Jalen Hurts. I'm able to talk myself into a roster spot for these other guys. I don't think I can do a Kiki Kuti. Love it. And let's jump the gun super quick. We're doing a would you rather mm. by ourselves. They overlap with would you rathers. But since we're doing waiver talk and I love that we got those questions, I want to jump into some potential alternatives then that you might find on the waiver wire to a guy like Kiki Kuti. Okay. Quentin Cephas. So would Ooh. you rather KK Kuti, Quentin Cephas, Quintez. Quintez, yes, thank yeah. you. Gabriel Davis. Love Gabriel Davis. You know me. Yeah. You know me, hamster. Yeah. Or you're going to love this. Gunner Olszewski? Olszewski, I Olszewski. Think? nailed it, Hank. Well done. <sighs> I know you love some Gunnar Olszewski. They've been talking him up for a while. He's probably on the outside looking in. You could also add Richard Higgins to that mix, by the way. Uh, Gabriel Davis, Quintez Cephas, mm-hmm. uh, Olszewski. Kuti, Olszewski. Was there anybody else? Hollywood Higgins. Higgins, yeah. Uh, I like Cephas's talent. He was from Wisconsin. I watched a lot of Wisconsin last year, and I was impressed by him. Did you um, give me the Galladay update, or should I look that you up? You should look it up. Okay. But, but that, I mean, obviously, that's the biggest question here. Yeah. I think either way, I'd probably stay away from Cephas, if these are the options. Um, the name that really stands out the most, I guess there's maybe two, but Richard Higgins, I think, is a, a good pickup. Um, I like where this offense is at. And they do play Baltimore this week, and then they play at the Giants the next week, and they've been so sneaky on defense. But then to finish the season against the Jets, again, I don't think you look at Rashad Higgins and say he's a starting wide receiver, but if things go haywire, playing him against the Jets is a pretty good option. Um, And then the other one that I really like is Gabriel Davis. He had the the touchdown last week or last night. Sorry. Yeah. (laughs) They all kind of run together. There's a lot of football games. Technically speaking, it is the last week of football that was played. Yes. True. But uh, that means that he's had touchdowns in three out of four weeks. Yeah. He doesn't rack up targets, but man, is he productive. Yeah. Three of his last four starts over 15 points in full PPRs. But he's only had a 11 targets in those. So three games over 15 points off of 11 targets combined. Mm-hmm. So homeboy's getting touchdowns, uh, and he's he's making the most of the targets he's getting. The scary <sighs> part, of course, though, Stephon Diggs. It's Higgins. You have uh, yes, Cole we Beasley. Were just talking about Ken- John Brown right. could be back soon, Dawson like we Knox? talked about. And then we talked about the schedule, too, with Pittsburgh, Denver, New England. You don't love it. Um, well done. Hey. Gabriel Davis well has been the best of any of these receivers, though. And I think that that should be pointed out. In terms of going forward, it probably is Richard Higgins. We have a tight yeah. end question. Love those. Love tight end questions. Alan here is asking, Fant, Goddard, or Tanya? Fant? You know Goddard, Dallas. And Tunyon, Bobby yeah. Tunyon, yep. friend of the show. Friend of the show. Oh, 
friend of the show. Bobby. We I think it's Bobby. I, I think so too. I, think it's I Bobby. do. I, again, I kind of like Goddard. I kind of like yeah, Goddard too. Yeah, 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 yeah. No Zach Ertz, but but Jalen does Jalen like throwing to tight ends? I I mean that's the big question. He's never had but a tight end to think- throw to. <laughs> All right, Ali points out wide receivers can't catch. That's a very good point. Yeah, that's a good point. I swear Fulgham can, but no, I think it's I. I think yeah, fair enough. I think it's Bobby Tunyon all all yeah. day. He's he has eight touchdowns this season, and he's playing with Aaron Rodgers. You like the situation? Sternberger really hasn't done much to take the touches away from him. Yeah. Uh, I think that he is the guy there. Three weeks ago um, in double digits, uh, in uh, three weeks and con- three consecutive weeks, double digits and full PPR. Yeah, and, and the other thing is, you know, with tight ends, a lot of the time you're just betting on a guy to get a touchdown. Detroit, you know, Carolina, Tennessee. Love that schedule yes. for Bobby. Yes. It's Bobby. Lock it in. Get that done now. Yep. Okay, sneaky Goddard. Over Noah Fant. Yeah, Sneaky Goddard. It's true. Yeah, I mean, Cam is worth looking at. He was a sleeper for us coming into the year. Um, you know, we've waited for him to come through. And mm-hmm. it's finally kind of happen- happening, but then you look at Daryl Henderson in a full PPR. Henderson, almost the same exact points as uh, Cam Akers. So it's been they're really what the New New England Patriots have been the last several years, where it's like, yeah, mm-hmm. one one week it's this guy, one week it's the next guy. You can't figure out who's gonna hit it. I think he's rosterable with mm-hmm. the lack of depth there's been at running back in fantasy this year. Definitely pick him up. Ty Johnson, another interesting pickup mm-hmm. on the running back side. Um, Benny Snell, Booker, still not owned in some leagues. Um, but, yeah. Yep. Cam Akers is coming off his two best weeks of the season. That's nice. A- and, like and that. that's a good reason to get excited. Yep. And uh, we, we've liked him all year. Sure I mean, well, man. I mean... We've wanted to like him all year, but we yeah. just couldn't quite do it. We were excited we before the season. A year ago at Florida uh, State. Yeah, yeah, really, that's what it was. Yeah. But I think that when you have a rookie, you expect them to play their best at the yeah. end of the season. That's what happened with Antonio Gibson. But the difference is Antonio Gibson started that going just a couple weeks earlier, and now that we're in the fantasy playoffs, and I'm not sure if we've gotten the injury update, what to expect from him going forward. Ugh, but it's a lot easier for me to get excited about an Antonio Gibson and, and trust him in the playoffs because we've seen it just a couple weeks more. And so although like this yeah, timeline fair. for Cam Akers kind of building fair. up, doing his best work at this point, he, I, he scares me as a starter just because we've seen two fantasy viable weeks from him. Yeah. And Oh, he scares you yeah. as a starter. But yeah. worth a pick. But on, on the bench, up. yeah. And if he has two more good weeks, that's four in a row heading into a game against yeah. Seattle in the championship. That's a nice opportunity. Yeah. I mean, there's potential to say he's playable there. I agree completely. Uh, well said. Henry, before we move on, I've got a few more. Would you rather us to get a set for the playoffs? I want to answer any more burning questions you guys may have. We'll come back Thursday in our audio-only version. Um, I'm going to try and get Justin on there, add some guests mm. as well. That's going to be fun. But anyways, with all that in mind, Henry... You have a very important shout out to make. I always have important so shout outs. So uh, <laughs> the floor is yours, my friend. DraftKings Sportsbook. 
America's top-rated sportsbook app, is wishing you the happiest of holidays. And to kick off the season of giving, DraftKings has new promotions and odds boosts every day this week. Luckily for us sports fans, there is an abundance of action taking place this week. Football teams are in the hunt to secure their place in the playoffs, while college basketball season is just getting underway. There's no better place to get in on all of the action. If you haven't tried DraftKings Sportsbook yet, head to the App Store now because you don't want to miss this. DraftKings Sportsbook is giving all new users the chance to earn a sign-up bonus up to $1,000 when signing up using promo code DNVR. DraftKings Sportsbook has endless ways for you to bet, from live betting to betting on your favorite players. They do it all. To celebrate this weekend's UFC 256, DraftKings is giving all MMA fans who sign up now the chance to triple their winnings when placing any bet on UFC 256. DraftKings is safe, reliable, and secure, making it easy for you to deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. Download the top rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code DNVR when you sign up and get up to $1,000. That's code DNVR to get a deposit bonus up to $1,000 for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. Colorado only. Bonus comprised of a first deposit bonus. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Booyah, nailed it. Also, some have been calling this the best college basketball day of the season. <laughs> Several people, yeah, stealing that from RK. But but it's actually like you look at these matchups, it really is the best college basketball day of the season, especially now that Colorado's playing Tennessee, number 12 Tennessee, just spur of the moment, moment addition to the schedule that just happens to be the probably best opponent they're going to play all season. Yeah. But also you have, have yet to play Tennessee. Yeah, they haven't played at all yet. Kind That's of right. A, and they were a team that I really like too, just totally positionless. No who's, nobody who's No, he's a No, he's, he's at Auburn. Auburn. He's at Auburn. Um but yeah, on top of that though, to move along, number 8 Creighton versus number 5 Kansas, oh, number yeah. 16 North Carolina against number 3 Iowa. Oh yeah. Uh, you've got ranked Ohio State against Notre Dame, Virginia Tech is ranked against Penn State. Damn. Both, oh, I guess number one and number two were supposed to play, but got canceled. But then you have another top 10 matchup with Illinois and Duke at 730. Ooh, I love this that. This is an incredible day for Illinois college basketball. Whoop them. I think so. All right. Let's uh, put some money on that. Yeah, we need to Duke come is up favored. with multiple parlays. Three and a half point favorites. That. That's juicy. I have UFC 256 takes as well. That co is going to be spectacular. The main event, hammer the finish for the favorite anyways would you rather tim patrick brandon iu cole beasley we've been talking about iu can beasley patrick really looking good <laughs> i was an early tim patrick adopter you can find film rooms of mine on him dating back to 2018 he's really blowing up um and iu can beasley we've talked about already three pretty nice wide receivers Three guys you might be forced to start going into these playoffs. That is so tough to rank them. Um, I'm with you on Tim Patrick. Well, don't rank them. You got to pick one. I know, but that's even harder. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I guess maybe it's not, but it it feels really hard. Um, Cole Beasley scares me just because he's not the number one option. That's something that Tim Patrick has. Um, That's something that Ayuk doesn't have. Um, but we've seen that that's a pretty healthy offense at this point in a way that I didn't expect. Like, that they have gotten a lot better. And I think that my answer is probably Ayuk, although Tim Patrick does, mm-hmm. he does something for me. Tim Patrick facing Carolina, Buffalo, and the LA Chargers, while Brandon Ayuk, <laughs> the tab just closed on me, will be facing <laughs> Washington, Dallas, Arizona. 
I like that. Yeah, you gotta love Dallas. Gotta yeah, love Dallas. I think I, I think I go Iuk. It's shoot tough, that game in Arizona is probably a dub too. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Corey Davis or AJ Brown, dude? Wow. I love both oh. so much. And I think that's the answer. Is like if if you can get your hands on either, then you are in great shape. Um, Corey Davis, obviously coming off yeah, of being wide point. receiver good one point. in good all point. of fantasy football, really hard not to take him. Jacksonville, but Detroit, Green Bay. God, also, I love that schedule. No touchdown for AJ Brown this week, but he did leave the game with like the sprained ankle, and I'm not sure if we do have an update That's on the that concern. yet. That's um, the but concern. if if the ankle's fine, then before that. He had touchdown the game before that. Touchdown the game before oh, that. Look, he was an no touchdown destroyer. Before yeah. that, touchdown, 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 two touchdowns, touchdown, and I think that that baseline. I mean, not that you can really call getting a touchdown a baseline, but it kind of feels like with AJ Brown you can. I lean that way depending on the ankle. Um, but mm. Corey Davis just put up the best week either of them have had all season. Hmm. Man, yeah, it's uh, it's tough. It's tough to jump ship because A.J. Brown was looking like an absolute mm-hmm. stud. And Corey Davis has just been so up Corey and down, Davis too. Corey Davis has been up and down, but, man, it does look like he's kind of figuring some things out as of late. True. Oh, all right. All right, fine. You can't go wrong either way. You can't go wrong either way, but we had to pick one. If I had to, I will bet on Corey Davis to be more productive these next three weeks. Bet. Let's do it. I'll take A.J. Brown. Assuming A.J. Brown health, which, of course, yeah. is part of all this. We're going to close it out with a quarterback. Oh, yeah. Lay it on me. Questions are more important. Okay. Um, we've got Tom here saying Jonas Smith has been banged up. The schedule's mm. coming Yes. I know. Jonas Smith actually getting dropped in some leagues, uh, and his production was way down prior to this week, too. Um, I was seeing on ESPN's leagues, he's 13th most dropped. Um, man, here's what I'll tell you, Henry. If you have alternatives in your league, like Dawson Knox, like Jordan Reed, like Logan Thomas, I hate to say it because I love John. Oh, Smith I remember. And I loved riding that John U. Smith high. We were riding in the early part of yep. the season. I will never forget the time we had together. It was Janu's world. We were just living in it. It sure was. It isn't anymore. Janu, you're done. Uh, it's time to ride with Dawson Knox, Jordan Reed, or Logan Thomas. Green Bay in championship week doesn't uh, doesn't do it for you? Bobby? Oh, no. Going up against Bobby for Janu Smith. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to need more than that to turn it around. Okay. Yeah. Especially with Corey Davis going off. AJ Brown could be back. Derrick Henry down weak. He's going to pick it back up. Lots of mouths to feed. Janu is just uh, not a priority anymore. Sorry, Janu. More questions, Ali? Yes. Carlos here is saying. Carlos. Can you please tell me why the crazy fan named Brew ran to the field and tried to spray Brown gas smoke to Jacoby Myers? No, I. <laughs> nope. Yeah, the question was, can we do that? No, we cannot. We will be looking into that. Um, Tune into the audio only Thursday pod (laughs) and subscribe to the the DMVR fantasy. No, I'm hating that I missed that now. Okay, Max said, if you're running, if you're running back desperate, can 
you trust fantasy favorite Adrian Peterson down the stretch? Ten plus touches, two TDs, back to back games. I know. I decided on no. I, I had a really wow. tough time trying to decide whether to put the waiver claim in. And the thing is, like, yeah, you really like the sixteen touch touches, the fifteen touches before that. But he put up 57 and 55 yards. Like, it's not like yeah. he was doing all that much other than scoring the touchdowns. Now, the big question is, once you do get DeAndre Swift back, and it's been back-to-back weeks where it's been up to the wire, What's are we seeing DeAndre like Swift? Uh, Green Bay, Tennessee, Tampa. Eh. Yeah. I mean, there's some value. Not great. Not but great. but if, great. if Adrian but Peterson terrible. is going to be the goal line back, then you could see it. But he isn't getting this many touches yeah. as soon as DeAndre Swift is back. Exactly, and you'd rather guys that we just talked about, um, the Devontae Bookers, Ty Johnsons, uh, Cam Akers, those mm-hmm. kind of guys. Yeah. Yeah. That is all the questions I got. Wow. Booyah. Uh, quick tight end, would you rather? I knew you wanted. Oh, no, we, we, just, did, we just did it by answering that question. <laughs> quick quarterback, would you rather? Okay, Derek Carr, Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield, bad weather was holding these guys back. Then they had an offensive explosion. Or Ryan Tannehill, who's who's simmering a bit. He's simmering. The, yeah. Derek Carr. Baker Mayfield. Ooh, uh, that is really tough. I kind of like what Baker's doing. I will say that. Um, I think without digging too deep into lots these of open schedules. windows in that Tennessee game but yeah yeah Derek Carr he only had 1.6 against Atlanta that week he's I mean oh, he's had some really bad weeks it kind of surprised so me looking at down. that but the but you only remember the big weeks oh, I know you remember when they dropped 37 and then the next week 31 and then the next week 43 but in those three weeks yeah he had 7.2 points 22.6 and 1.6 so I'm all bought into the Raiders offense I don't think it's Derek Carr, though. Oh, man, what a choice. I'm going Tannehill. Don't trust Baker either. He's too up and down as well. Don't trust Carr. You're right. I think that's the show, Hank. I think it is. Thanks to you. Thank you for all tuning in. Thank you to producer Allie. We will be back for the Thursday pod. Tune into that. Subscribe. Give us a like. All that good stuff. Thank you. Have a good one.